0: My next guest is a singer, songwriter, and musician who has sung background for recording artists like Kiki Wyatt and Mario, and opened up for recording artists like Erica Badu and Kay Michelle. Today, he and I will discuss his album, Mixed Emotions, his musical influences, and how his upbringing in church has cultivated his artistry today. Kevin Hawkins, welcome to the Champion Show. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Wonderful. Thank you so, so much. So let's dive on in. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. How would you describe your sound?
1: Uh, I would describe my sound like it's very eclectic. It's like modern day R&B with traditional R&B, but it's definitely uh, some of if I had to put into three people, it's definitely like a mix of Prince or John Legend and like Beyonce and Whitney Houston, like all four tied into one.
0: And when, in your, in your opinion, what do these artists have in common? And why are they your musical inspirations?
1: Um, Well, they're all, they're all great in their own way, but they're really great entertainers, particularly when I say entertainers, I look at Beyonce and Prince for entertainment. I look at uh, Whitney Houston and John Legend for more of like the, the singing aspect, but Beyonce and Prince, they can sing just as well too, but that's what I look at them for, you know, the entertainment aspect. So got a little pull from each one of them. I look at Prince for his musicianship a lot as well and uh Winnie Houston for like um her vocal agility and things like that yeah so that's how I put them all together and that's what makes Kevin Hawkins
0: all right I love it so tell me about your album Mixed Emotions and what mm-hmm. journey you take your listeners on for, with your music
1: so from the the title cut the first song is mixed is is mixed emotions and um then it goes all the way into loving yourself but it's basically like a balance of you know everything that i've been through as far as like it has so many aspects of it like i said the traditional r&b and then the current vibe of r&b and then as far as like my battle with uh you know, with my relationships and then my battle between like, the I guess you could say the worldly life and the, you know, growing up in church, like those two concepts. And then my struggles between being single and being in relationships and stuff. So that's pretty much it all ties into one. That's where mixed emotions come from. The highs, the lows, the good, the bad, and the, all the in-betweens and stuff.
0: So on these songs, um, when you produced the album, was there anybody that, you know, who did you collaborate with? That, that you can
1: talk about? I collaborated with Mo3. Uh, he's from, I doubt, well, he was from Dallas, Texas. He actually uh, died, uh, he was killed last year, uh, literally like a, a year ago, like a couple of days ago. And he was actually definitely on the rise. He's a, a rapper that was out of here in Dallas. And then um, I did a song with my, one of my good friends, her name is Taylor Elmore. But as far as like producers, I used uh, you Peoples. They were really famous for the song Don't Stop the Music in the 80s. I did some stuff with Nick Seeley. He's uh, responsible for writing like and producing some of Ariana Grande's and uh, The Weeknd's hits and stuff like Sound Injury, a, little, a lot of that. And then I did some stuff with Eric, Eric Morgan. He's really popular for working on like Kurt Franklin's like early albums. So I definitely worked with some heavy hitters when it came to um, you know the engineering and the producing side. And um, then when it came to like. Um, Features. I, I use a lot of my close relationships that I have with my friends and stuff. You know, things like that to bring them over and just make the connection and everything. You know, opening the door for help, helping open the door for other people too. I'm all about. You kept that.
0: it in the family. I hear. That's the thing. Now, your artistry involves a lot of creativity, a lot of vivid color schemes, you know, from the artwork on your album cover to your wardrobe and even the use of color and imagery in your music video. Speak to why vivid imagery is a part of your brand.
1: I like to consider myself like an eclectic person or, you know, like metrosexual, but it, for me, I love colors. And I feel like, particularly as a Black man, a lot of times people, you know, they try to stick to like the basics and stuff. But I feel like when people see me, it doesn't, they're going to know I'm going to wear some off the, I'm going to wear something, but it works for me. Like how Rihanna had used to mix up her hair all the time, but it always works for her. Like when it comes to my clothing, like I've worn some of the craziest outfits, but people were like, you know what? I never thought about putting that two and two together, but it works. And same thing when they see with my pictures, like the colors, they're always vibrant and they're always going to be loud, they're always going to be like in your face popping, it's going to catch your eye, no matter what it comes to my promotion, because I mean, we can all do black, white, and grays all day, and I don't, don't get me wrong, I love a great picture, you know, a great picture, a black and white, great picture can speak a thousand words, but I love a vibrant picture, it's just more eye-catchy, that's, so that's definitely when it comes to the vivid imagery in the videos, I'm just a colorful person at the end of the day, like, I mean, you can see just like my nails and everything, like, you know, that, that's just me,
0: love that you bring this wow factor in a sense yeah. you know, and, and it's um, it's something that it sounds like people come to expect from you you know mm-hmm. so that's a that's a great part of your brand to have as well now your love of music dates back to playing piano at your father's church as a child um, mm-hmm. were you encouraged to play at church or did you ask to do so
1: well I um, mean it was kind of I actually started off doing classical lessons first before I even played in the church uh you know, I I, I switched teachers uh, when I around the time I was like, ten or eleven but um, I didn't start playing in the church until like right around middle school. And my dad kind of pushed me because my dad's a pastor. He kind of pushed me into playing for the church because he wanted me to become the church musician, you know, as a young kid, you're like, ah, you know, but that's his vision, you know, but I have my own vision, but that was definitely his vision. He wanted me to play in the church. So I would definitely say my dad swayed me into playing for the church. It wasn't like a, just a decision that I, I wanted to make.
0: But then you went on to be the music director. So mm-hmm. you kind of worse in, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. How was that experience and how does it resonate in your music, your discipline and your sound today?
1: Well, I would say as far as that aspect of it, you know, learning how to talk and communicate with people and, you know, controlling like a particular department or, you know, like I guess you could say it's like you're managing you know, a, a department, you know, it definitely helped crossover into my music because like I have dancers on my team. I have, uh, you know, an MD, a music director. I have a full band. I have singers and it helps me communicate so much more effectively because I've already, already had that training and experience prior to. So I, I've always felt like, You know, I know how to handle certain situations when I feel like my back is against the wall. I don't, you know, just lash out at anybody. You know, I'm always very professional. And I definitely think like being the music director and dealing with, you have to think about it. I was a music director as a child, dealing with people that are grown adults. You know, so they used to always feel like, well, I don't have to listen to him because he's younger, but it helped me navigate situations that I'm dealing with currently in my life right now. So I don't, I, I don't let them, you know, like, I don't let that kind of stuff like get to me, if that makes sense.
0: You sound very strong-willed, you know, yeah. very Determined, you know, and then to have that discipline at such an early age, to be a kid in classical training, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. the typical kid is like doing what, playing video games after school, you know, like you're on the classical music training. (laughs) Like, that's dope. So tell me about your the support of your old school parents, extended Mm -hmm. family, your church family, your friends, your followers, your fans, and how it helped you thrive throughout your career. Because you have a great support system, it sounds like.
1: You know, it's so funny because you know how people say the older they get, like the smaller their friend circle gets. I literally, you know, people be like, how many best friends you got? And I'd be like, uh, probably about a good six or seven. Like, it's so crazy for me because I've literally had the same friends for years. We've never like and if, and if if we had any type of disagreement, it's never been like too long where we had like a fallout or anything. But all of my friends have been the same. Like my, of course, my family, they're not going anywhere, you know, but um, everybody's been so supportive. Nobody ever told me that I couldn't sing. Nobody ever told me that I couldn't play. I couldn't perform. You know, it was just how, I think their message to me was, how are you going to go about putting yourself out there? That, that was all, but they were, everybody's always been like, Consistently supporting me at like a hundred percent. Like I have a concert this weekend in Dallas, and the first people to always buy tickets are my, uh, uh, close friends and family. Like they are just super, super, super supportive. Anything that I've ever asked them to be a part of, everybody just shows up, you know. And and I and I but I reciprocate that support towards them. Whenever they're having something, I do the same. So like my my family and friends it was just like a bunch of tight-knit you know group of people you know
0: oh I love that that is that is heartwarming <laughs> now you are an educated musician okay uh-huh. tell me about your decision to pursue uh music, music education at the University of North Texas and your the, the benefit to you
1: yeah you know it's so funny because I actually wanted to attend Berkeley College of Music and then there you go again my parents Swing me into uh going into university in Texas, but I actually learned a lot. I focused more on the s- side of how I wanted to train my voice, as far as like getting understanding, like the vocal technique and everything. And I know people like, well, how is that supposed to relate to you singing R and B or you singing all of these, these other? It's not classical music, you know, it's not opera, but it helped me like preserve my voice over the years. It helped me do things that I couldn't necessarily do with like different vocal techniques. And that's, you know, that's another conversation, but I definitely will help as will say school made me become a better singer in the long run for sure. Cause I know how to use my voice effectively, you know, for sure.
0: So well trained, so well disciplined, yeah. uh, your artistry, your brand, you can see all the love, the talent, the creative, the, the time you spend to finesse your brand. I think that's spectacular. Um, as you can attest, there is healing power in music. So before we wrap up today, what word of encouragement can you offer anyone watching who may be experiencing adversity in some way during this time?
1: I would say be your most authentic self possible. If you're having any doubts about, you know, doing it, nobody's going to know who you are unless you do it. And it's so funny because I tell my friend all the time, uh, one of my good friends, he uh, is starting up a company. He's going to own a bar. And I'm just like, look, ideas are only ideas until you make them become reality. So just do it. No matter what challenges you may face, because there's going to be some obstacles. And there's a lot of times it's not easy. It's not easy. But I would tell people, just do it. Just do it. Just go for it and do it the best you can. Do it to the best of your ability, for sure just do it and be your most authentic self
0: wise words thank you so much kevin i really appreciate it thank you for being my special guest on the absolutely. show
1: absolutely
0: if anybody wants to follow your journey connect with you book you be on the band
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: listen to your music what's the best way to, to connect with uh, you? <laughs> instagram
1: k-h-a-w-k music k hawk music you can download my album mixed emotions and mixed emotions live the uh, live version and then you can follow me on instagram um uh, follow me on facebook kevin hawkins or subscribe to my youtube channel is kevin hawkins but definitely reach out to me um, on all platforms and then my email is on my um, instagram page if you want to get into that or you can contact uh, l group pr and that's for Cheryl smith and Cami johnson and they'll get you in contact with me if you want me to show up or pop out anywhere and we're gonna have a good
0: old-fashioned time